Okay, hairstylist. Before we get into this episode, I want to make sure that you know that I'm here to serve. I've been where you are. I've been a new hairstylist just getting started, trying to navigate the industry. I've been a seasoned hairstylist in a space where I wanted to rebuild and start fresh. No matter what stage you're in within your business, you're probably wondering, how can you build a solid clientele that will be loyal? How can you keep clients coming back for more? How can you market your business for success? I know how you feel because I've been there before. I know how it feels to be uncertain and not know where your next client is coming from. That's why I've created The Client Bloom. The Client Bloom is a online course that teaches hairstylists like yourself the secret to growing your clientele fast and my 4R framework for continued growth for years to come. I've used this framework for the past eight years to grow my clientele and my business. I've evolved from a cosmetology apprentice to a salon owner, and I want to teach you to do the same. Enrollment for the Client Bloom is open, and I want you to join and get ready to jumpstart your business growth. Class starts on August 2nd, 2021. Go to com to join now. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, sewist, and lover of all things creative. Eight years ago, I turned my side hustle into my full-time business, and it has been one of the best decisions of my life. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a Savvy Stylist? Let's get to it. Imagine feeling burned out, overwhelmed, overworked, resentful, and on the verge of quitting your career as a hairstylist. Imagine being ready to walk away from it all and start a new career in a new field and never look back. Yeah, that was me at the start of 2021. I was burned out and ready to walk away from my career as a hairstylist. Every time I thought about walking away, I had this great sense of relief. But I also had this great sense of failure at the same time. I worked so hard to become a hairstylist. I went through so many different challenges. I had Started at cosmetology school at Paul Mitchell. Then I ended up getting one apprenticeship that didn't work out. Got another apprenticeship. Like I worked so hard (laughs) to get my license. I worked so hard to build my clientele and grow my business. So how could I just give up? Like my spirit just wouldn't let me quit. I had put in too much time, too much energy to just walk away. So I had to think of a plan. I had to come up with a plan to overcome burnout because I was burned out. I started to become more vocal about how I really felt. And 
I began to take more time for myself away from my life behind the chair. I would take a week, two weeks off. Clients would be looking like, where are you going? You going on vacation? No, I'm not going on vacation. I'm just taking some time for me, reading, journaling, relaxing, praying, just spending some time with me and God. When I started to share my feelings of being burned out on social media, the response was crazy. I am not alone. I am not alone. Like Michael Jackson said, you are not alone. So basically, I just began to prioritize myself and to share, to get it, to let it out, to share with people how I was feeling. And while prioritizing myself, I also began to take advantage of opportunities to grow my business in ways where I could still be a part of the hairstyling industry without spending all of my time behind the chair, which is why like, I, I started this podcast. I'm offering courses. I'm going to offer a coaching program. But in addition to that, I decided to open a hair salon. What the world? Like, I know you're probably like, why would you open a hair salon if you already feeling burned out? That makes no sense. Well, I'm going to tell you why I decided to open a hair salon. So at the start of 2021, I had learned about different grants that were available to small business owners like myself as a result of the pandemic. So I began applying for these grants and business was good. My profit margin was good. I ended up getting approved for some grants. So one day I was laying in the bed and I was like, God, what am I gonna do with with this money? Like the grants are for small businesses to be able to sustain and maintain during the pandemic, buy any equipment they need to buy, pay bills. That's what it was for. So I wanted to, you know, definitely make sure that I was using that money in my business. So I was praying and asking God, what should I do? And I remember clearly getting the idea of opening a hair salon. Now, let me stop here and say that when I first started my career as a hairstylist, I desired to be a to be a salon owner. But after working in salons and suites and witnessing some of the challenges that salon owners face, I decided that it wasn't for me. The suite life was it. I was just going to have a suite and I was cool with that. So when God answered my prayer request, guiding me to open a salon, I was like, what? But okay, God, yes, I hear you. I'm going to open a salon. So that was in March of 2021. And my sweet lease was set to expire on April 25th, 2021. Okay, so I did not have a lot of time. But I knew that I did not want to renew my sweet lease. As a matter of fact, I had already told the owners back in February of 2021 that I would not be renewing my lease. I did not have a plan of action. I did not know what my next step was. Like I said, I was severely burned out at the start of 2021. So it was nothing for me to terminate that lease. Like I was that tired of being behind the chair. Fast forward to March after seeking God in prayer and asking for his guidance, 
decided I was going to open a hair salon. So I began looking at potential salon spaces. I searched and I searched and I searched. Then I found a space that I had my heart set on, but the broker decided to lease the space to someone else. So then I found another space that I had my heart set on, took pictures of the place. I would go to this space and park in the parking lot and pray over it almost daily. And during that prayer time, God would show me things that revealed to me that it wasn't my space, but I still wanted it and I still kept praying for it. And I was so tired of looking at spaces that I was like determined to make that last space I looked, I was determined to make it work. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you ignored the red flags? Yeah, that was me. And with this space, I'm gonna give you a little, a little bit of the information. Like there was things wrong, wrong with this space. It didn't have a front door handle. They wanted me to replace like the thermostat and do minor, minor repairs in in the place before I even signed the lease. They wanted me to do this stuff, but I was still like, I want this space. I want this space. The location is good. I want this space. But the broker ended up ghosting me. He stopped responding to my emails. He stopped responding to my text messages. So I was stuck. Like I couldn't get in contact with him. April 25th was quickly approaching. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I did know that I was leaving my suite. I kept praying for the last space that I saw, hoping that the broker would get back to me soon. But honestly, I had no peace about that space because it wasn't my space. A friend of my husband and I, Lance, he is a real estate agent and He had been telling us, he and his wife had opened a business recently and he had been telling us that they had spaces still available where they opened their business. And he was like, you know, Sheree, you need to come over here and look at, look at this space. And I was dragging my feet with, with it, honestly, because I was determined to determined to make that last space work for me. And I was, like I said, I was tired of looking. So I was just like, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, it looks nice. Um, (laughs) But I never went over there to look at it initially. I didn't look at it. So I decided I was going to reach out to the broker one more time. And he didn't respond. So it was one more and I got up like, let me reach out to Lance and tell him to set up a meeting for me to see this space he's telling me about. So the day comes for me to look at the space. Lance set it all up, made an appointment for me to meet with the property manager and he's showing, they had several spaces available. He's showing me the spaces and we walk into the one space and it had been empty for about two years. So they were using it as like a chop shop, workshop, storage space. So when I walked in, there was doors, toilets, sinks, wood, it was just stuff everywhere. But when I say I walked into that space and I could see through all of that stuff, it was like it wasn't even there. I could see the potential of that space. We were walking through and he's showing me this room and that room and he's telling me it has a basement. And I'm like, what? What? This is my space. 
I felt a sense of peace that I didn't have with any of the other spaces I looked at. I had a sense of peace where I was just like, okay, I hear you, Lord. I'm done looking. This is it. No need to tell me anymore. I'm good. This is the space. Let's get this going. So this space needed a lot of work. Okay. (laughs) But these guys were the best. Like Lance worked out a sweet deal for me. It was a deal that was on my terms. The build out was included in my monthly payment. The property manager secured all of my contractors, organized all of the construction schedules and everything in between. Like they did everything for me and it was just included in my monthly payment. All I had to do was come in and tell them where I wanted everything. My security deposit, first month's payment, all of that came from grant funds. So I opened a whole salon without using any of my personal funds. My God, if this wasn't a God-given opportunity, (laughs) if this wasn't something where God was working behind the scenes and working out a business deal for me, for us, and when I say us, I mean you, me, my clients, my future clients, my future students. This space is grand and is more than what I had hoped for. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. It's serene. Like it's so nice. Like sometimes I go in there and I'm just like, I can't believe this is my salon. I can't believe that this happened for me. And sometimes we think that we're not worthy of certain things, but we are worthy. We are more than worthy in a lot of situations, in a lot of cases. And we need to step into that confidence and that worthiness and operate as such because God is working behind the scenes. He is working behind the scenes and I'm still just in awe of the whole situation. And I also want to share that my monthly payment is not some astronomical payment. When I look at all of the work that they did, I just feel so blessed because my monthly payment is is around the same amount of money I was paying every month for my salon suite. To be in a suite, it's pretty expensive. It's very expensive. And when I looked at how much I was paying for my suite, I really started to get the feeling like I could, at the price I'm paying, I could have my own salon. And my God, when I say my payment is not something that I cannot afford, it is the same slightly higher than what I was paying for my salon suite. Ain't God good. Salon opening process took 30 days. And during that 30 day period, I was closed. Now my clients were disappointed. They were frustrated that I was going to be closed for 30 days, but I, I stayed in contact via newsletters sharing the process with them, sharing photos of the construction, and it was building excitement for them. But during that 30-day period, I did not service not one client. I took those 30 days to be available to the property manager and the contractors when they called, because they called almost every day. I was at the salon several times a week. 
letting them know where I wanted my plugs to be, letting them know where I wanted the plumbing to be. I, I had to be available for that. And had I been in the salon servicing clients, I wouldn't have been able to just walk away from a client in the chair to run up to the salon to give them an answer that they needed right then and there. I took that 30 days to write and finalize the Client Bloom coaching program that starts in August of 2021. I took that time to pray and to seek God. I spent those 30 days refilling my cup. And when I opened the salon to service my first client, I felt renewed. I felt refreshed. I wanted to share my salon opening story and how I have overcame or overcome hairstylist burnout because I want to inspire you to overcome it as well. If you're feeling burned out, I want to inspire you. This is my testimony and testimonies bring healing. They bring inspiration. They bring hope. You too can overcome burnout. Your overcoming story may be different from mine. It may be grander than mine, but it'll be your story that you can share with another hairstylist so you can lift them up and inspire them. That's what this is all about. It's about us lifting as we climb. It's about us building each other up, supporting one another. I love us. I love my black people. I love my fellow hairstylists. I love us. And I want to see us all win. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple or Spotify, leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next week.